Welcome to the Free and Redeemed podcast. I am your host, Simon Andrade. And here on this specific show, we tackle over key topics that every single Christian struggles with. We bring in guests, we bring in godly wisdom, and more importantly, we bring in scriptures in the Bible to help you enhance your walk with God, bring in confidence, and put you into the direction of freedom and grace by the power of the Holy Spirit. If you're new to this platform, I encourage you to subscribe. With all that being said, guys, let's get started with today's episode. What is up, guys? Welcome back to another episode. Uh, hope you guys enjoyed the last episode that we went over talking about the step-by-step process of going through forgiveness as that is the segment we are currently in right now. Also, hope you enjoyed uh, the episode I did with my buddy Edmund. Uh, I know he had a really great story and really had a good insight that he wanted to just really share about forgiveness. Um, if you weren't able to check out those videos, I encourage you to check them out right here. I'll leave the link in the description. But today's episode is going to be really short. Um, As I mentioned, I hope you guys really enjoyed the previous episodes. But today, I really want to kind of highlight something about forgiveness that I really feel like needs to be highlighted. And it's specifically highlighting a group of people that may be struggling in this specific area. I got to tell you, one of the most common things that we hear a lot in forgiveness or people who are struggling with unforgiveness is the whole entire concept of, but you do not know what they have done. And uh, even though we kind of touched a little bit on this subject uh, these past two episodes, this specific episode is something that I really want to talk about more in a psychological sense about forgiveness. So that's why in today's episode, we are going to talk about three things everybody needs to know about the subject of forgiveness slash unforgiveness. Number one, forgiveness can affect your physical health. People may be wondering, okay, let's start this off. What are you talking about? How can it affect your physical health? Well, we got to understand one thing. Forgiveness, it's more of an emotional phenomena that I feel like a lot of us deal with on rather if that's a daily basis or monthly basis. What am I talking about specifically here? Well, a lot of times today, I think when we think of unforgiveness, we think it only really could affect our mental health, which it definitely can. There's no doubt about that. But there has been studies proven that unforgiveness, yes, in fact, can and indeed does affect a person's physical health. And you may ask, okay, let's get the resources. Well, I'm so glad you brought that up. And I'm sure a lot of people may be wondering about that. But doing the research as I was preparing for this episode, there was an article I was able to read. And of course, link will be in the description, whoever wants to check the article out. It was from uh, hopkinsmedicine.org. And they wrote this really good article called Forgiveness, Your Health Depends on It. And in the article, they really kind of talk about what, you know, the concept of unforgiveness really is, of course, talking about more of the psychological side, but they showed studies that people were who were really dealing with you know, holding grudges and holding resentment or dealing with a lot of mostly a lot of stress that implied into unforgiveness were affecting their own physical health. And this included high blood pressure. Uh, Some people even said having a high risk of a heart attack. And they even said some people were coming in for strokes because they were so 
uh, I guess, stressed out and overwhelmed by a relationship that was going on in their life, which could range from marriages to, uh, as I even talked about this in my previous solo episode, uh, relationships with their employers. Point is, unforgiveness is a very stressful thing to go through. I think it's definitely, if not the highest form of stress when it comes to going through something that not only can affect us mentally, but also affect us physically. As I even talked about uh, some time back, and we covered this in different segments, but you know, the brain really honestly controls everything. And how we allow our brain to control us could not only affect us of what we do you know, on the inside or what goes on here in the inside, but what honestly goes on in the outside. This really hit home for me because it's something I could look back on and say, man, that is that was totally me when it comes to dealing with this. And you may ask, okay, Simon, explain, what do you mean? Well, when I went through a season, and I know I've shared this story probably a few times, I'm not going to go into too much detail about this story, but there was a specific person I look back and Obviously, I knew I was holding an unforgiveness towards them. But I think the tough part was, is when I kind of got through that first step of, you know, uh, from the last episode talking about making the decision to forgive, my emotions obviously were not gone. I found myself still very angry at this person. But there were times where I kind of just wanted to kind of hang on to that anger. And I feel like that's where the struggle really is for a lot of people today is the choice of wanting to kind of stay angry and I'm not done hurting from what this person did. As much as I wanted to hang on to this, this is why I really felt like God himself, the Lord himself, was really kind of asking just for that one thing I was hanging on to. Because I look back and I'm like, wow, this not only affected me, you know, mentally, it also affected me physically. You know, here's the thing. Nobody likes to be sick, right? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, <clears throat> you when you get those symptoms, start getting symptoms, and I could go all day with this, but when you start getting symptoms that you're not feeling well, you probably need to go to the doctor. You, you know what I'm talking about when you start feeling under the weather, uh, you know, you start sneezing, your throat starts getting scratchy, you start getting a headache, maybe because there's sinus pressure. Point is, nobody likes that feeling like, oh no, I'm getting sick. And especially that feeling when you're waking up and you just feel like, man, I just want to stay in bed all day. That's what I could really describe myself when I was going through this uh, really traumatic event in my life, holding this grudge and this anger towards somebody. That's what I honestly was even describing to my counselor, uh, even when I was like going to the sessions, like sometimes I just felt so sick. I was so overwhelmed and stressed out about this specific event in my life. Uh, against this specific person that it was affecting me physically as well. Why is this something we really need to know? Because here's the thing. It's a very, it's a very stressful place to be in when we are in a place that where we don't have control. I think that's what really stresses us out and why we choose to stay angry because we don't have control. And like I said, I can really go all day with this specific point, but it's something we really have to consider when it comes to holding unforgiveness for those who still choose to say, but you don't know what this person did. Now, even though we could say, hey, it could affect your physical health, it could raise your high, it could raise your blood pressure, it could put you at risk uh, for getting a heart attack, it could even put you at risk for maybe getting a stroke and other things. I mean, link is right there if you want to check it out. There's something I think more also more valuable that we really have to take into consideration. But I think the sad reality is, is a lot of people don't take it into consideration. And that's not 
number two, the second thing I feel like a lot of people need to know is that unforgiveness can and will affect the other relationships in your life. It's been proven. and I don't even think it. I think it's just honestly, it proves itself. Uh, proof is in the pudding specifically with this specific point. Um, unforgiveness, basically, it's not only, a you know, an emotional phenomenon. It's not only this stressful thing affecting you. It also affects the people around you. And that was a quote. I mean, I'll never forget. I read this quote saying the saddest thing that forgiveness can do is not so much what it does to you, but what it does to the people you love. When someone makes a bad mistake or someone does something to you that traumatizes you and puts you in this place that you did not think you would be in, there are some impacts that come along the way. And not only does that impact kind of revolve around you, I mean, just watch what it does to the people who are around you and who are choosing not to, you know, engage it when what that person chose to do. Gotta say, once again, proof is in the pudding. If we want want to risk the idea of holding on to a grudge or holding on to, you know, what another person did. I think we also have to understand that, you know, the mental health that we deal with could also reflect around other people. And that's where we kind of get the term baggage, the different relationships in life, especially if we talk about, you know, romantic relationships or, you know, I could even, I'll probably get into this later as I was even talking with my past, uh, one of my past employers, how it even kind of affected me on the job. Sometimes we got to understand unforgiveness, it becomes a baggage. We start carrying on this heavy weight of, you know, anger, pain. And then when we hang on to it, it's like, we almost don't know if we can trust the other people around us. And here's the thing, when we choose to carry on to hurt, or when we choose to stay hurt, I think the tough thing is this, is we tend to go after people that didn't even cut us. Something to really keep in mind there. But what am I really meaning when I talk about it affects our relationships? Well, that's where we kind of get the term fight or flight. It's a very common term today. It's a psychological kind of like statement. But what do I mean when I talk about fight or flight? Well, when someone is deeply, you know, if someone experienced mostly a traumatic event or something that really affected them mentally, Fight or flight basically kind of revolves around the term of people that basically do not want to get themselves into this familiar situation that they experienced pain in. And I think that's where we really have to understand this is how it could really affect our relationships. Good example I could really give is when I went through this season of hurt towards another person, there was a certain group of people I did not want to trust. I started making prejudgments on people like, yep, this is who they are. This is who they're going to be. This is exactly what they're going to do. And it's just like I began victimizing myself towards people that I didn't even honestly know. And that's exactly where I'm really trying to kind of get into this specific point. But another thing I also want to talk about is when you're angry, anger tends to rub off on other people. And I got to tell you, I've seen it before, but. Basically, when you're upset at someone else, it's very easy to look down on other people, how they approach the situation versus how they're approaching the situation. I think when people carry on that hurt, it's it becomes overwhelming for other people. And I got to tell you, if you're in a situation where you're dealing with a hurt person, you're dealing with a person who you know they're holding a grudge, you know they're in a toxic situation, you know that they basically are just 
very overwhelmed by another person's decision and action. You're just trying to be there for them. But in so many words, you feel that fight or flight coming against you. Best advice I could really give is, hey, best thing you could do is be a good support to this person. Because honestly, that's all people really want. People who are hurt is they just want support. They just want to be understood. They want to be listened to. But that's something to keep in mind. And why do I talk about these two points very, you know, very loosely? Well, I want to say this because I've experienced it as well. But I've also witnessed this, these two phenomenons very well um, in other people. And a testimony or kind of like a story I want to give, something I witnessed, you know, as a young kid or this person I have witnessed as a young kid. I don't want to be too, um, give too much detail because uh, some people who may listen may know who I'm talking about. But there was this uh, man who would uh, come around our family a lot. He, you know, he was a great guy, you know, or he was a really nice man. He really had a funny personality. He was related to one of my other relatives, so he was not a relative of mine. But in so many words, he was like a family friend to my grandparents. And he would come to all the events and everything seemed great. But something I always knew, even as a young kid, uh, because I was very close to the relative he was related to, um, is this person had a lot of hurt going on in his life. Obviously had a really troubling childhood. And he was not afraid to share that uh, when he would come over to my grandparents' house. He would share a lot of what he went through as a child. Uh, I think one of the most uh, traumatic, and it was so obvious, and everyone could see it from the outside looking in. Even me as a young child, I could see this, that he was holding a grudge specifically towards his mother. And looking back, I got to say, man, this is a person who definitely was holding an unforgiveness towards his mother, more or less a rejection wound from his mother. He would just like vent and like say, man, I was always trying to be a good son. She never, you know, no, she never came through. She never appreciated me. She always appreciated my other siblings and all this stuff. And it's just like, no matter how many times, like my grandparents, even, even my mom herself would try to kind of be there for him. It just became this, no, I'm right. I, I, I'm not going to forgive. I'm not going to like, she knows exactly what she did and she does not. She's not choosing to apologize. And, you know, when she apologizes, maybe I'll consider, you know, uh, reconciling with her. Well, years went by and um, something that I'll never forget was this grudge that he was holding towards his mother even went to her grave. There is one common trait a lot of people have when it comes to going through the day-to-day, everyday, normal life. And that simple trait is feeling stuck. According to the Daily News blog, there are around 78% of people who have come out and admitted that they are feeling stuck in a variety of areas in their life. This could range from uncertainty in their career, wanting to improve their relationships, or needing to improve their relationships, anxiety about their future, and ultimately just going day to day to day, living the same routine and not too sure if they are living off their purpose or their destiny. What's the explanation for this? Well, I think a simple explanation is the fear of transition or the fear of change. A lot of times, it's hard to break out of the same cycles, the same routines, and the same struggles. This is why I started Free and Redeemed Coaching. Sometimes we just need clarity and vision in our deepest struggles. And a lot of times we think too much about the outcome. Rather, if that's changing a career, starting a business, starting a podcast, 
or improving your relationships and building healthier habits in developing strong, developing confidence. That is why I developed this coaching practice. So schedule a free call with me. Let's sit down, let's talk, and let's see if coaching would be the right decision for you. Because I could tell you coaching has impacted me and I know it can impact you. Sign up today and check out the link in the description and let's get started with your free and redeeming purpose. Um, her mother was on her deathbed and everyone in his family was trying to get him to go and say goodbye and try to reconcile. She even tried reaching out. I mean, this is kind of like, like I said, it's a tough story. But I saw how much that unforgiveness really affected this one specific person that he he said no. And when she passed away, he did not attend the funeral. And I will never forget during the day of the funeral, he came to my grandparents' house and still continued to vent and kind of, you know, just entertain the victim mentality of like, man, this was wrong. This was wrong. All this stuff. I look back and I'm like, man, this really impacted this one person. But there was, he, he sought no counseling. He would try to vent and like kind of get that and try to get there and try to get that validation uh, from my grandparents and people in my family. And I could see that this was even affecting his physical health. Um, you know, of course, he was an older person or an older man. Something that really, I look at it, I'm like, man, this, this could really, this is how bad unforgiveness could really affect you. He started cutting other people off in his family. Just stuff would happen. He would get offended. And then just like that, he would cut people off in his family. And that even involved a relative of mine who had a close affiliation with him. Almost, I will say it. It was a father-son relationship from my relative and him. And when he cut off my relative, it was a sad thing to see. But I got to tell you, he still to this day has not reconnected with the relative. But as far as I know, he he's a loner. He doesn't talk to anyone in his family. He's basically cut everybody off. And I look at that, I'm like, man, is this what unforgiveness could really do? And I think that's something we really have to understand. As I said, playing the victim mentality or the victim mentality, it feels good in the moment because it's it's okay we want people to identify us as the victim if we were rejected, if we were betrayed, if we were abused or whatever it may be. But is but a question I have for people who may have a stubbornness to forgive. My question is, is holding on to this victim mentality, is it worth all the great things in your life? If you're afraid to get hurt again, you know, what, you know, is this something that is worth it? And that's something I really wanted to share specifically in this episode. But why do I why do people really encourage forgiveness? Why does the Bible really talk about forgiveness and urge people to forgive? Because one thing I got to understand I one thing I got to say as well is people misinterpret unforgiveness all the time. I think people think that forgiveness is basically making it about the person. Another way, another common myth or misinterpretation about unforgiveness and i gotta even tell you this was something i struggled with is when i forgive that person is supposed to change when i forgive their actions are supposed to change they're supposed to magically just become this new person no forgiveness is not about the person it is about you and that's why the third thing that you need to know about forgiveness 
is forgiveness is the best decision for your health in general. Best decision for your health in general, mental health, physical health, spiritual health, whatever it may be. There's this one, uh, another article I want you guys to check out. It's called um, Forgiveness at Best and the Healthy Lifestyle uh, blog. Uh, It's on mayoclinic.org. But they said that people who have gone to counseling uh, or, you know, they got this from different studies and therapy and other things. But they say people who openly came out and said that they forgive have had these proven characteristics in their specific health. And that's healthier relationships, improved mental health, less anxiety, stress, and hostility, fewer symptoms of depression, lower blood pressure, a stronger immune system, improved heart health, and improved self-esteem. Wow. Another uh, article, they actually talked about how choosing to forgive actually increases your confidence, which I could be a witness and say, yes, that is the truth. And I want to really let people know who are listening to this episode who may be struggling in this specific area is forgiveness is worth it. It's a battle. It's not easy. But let me tell you, it is worth it at the end, guys. It is something that it's worth looking into. It's worth investing your time and energy in. Because it's not about making you better with the person. It's making you better in general. Some I got to tell you, forgiveness is not easy. It's not supposed to be easy. Sometimes I got to even tell you, I know that there are people who may be listening who may eventually listen to this episode and who probably have experienced deeper hardship than I have from another person. And I get that. But I'm here to tell you that forgiveness is meant to be the same process for everybody, regardless of what their traumatic circumstance or traumatic situation was. Whatever happened, it wasn't okay. It wasn't all right. And God knows that. But I'm here to tell you it's for you. It's between you and God. Jesus took up all of the sins on the cross or everybody's sins on the cross. And I got to even tell you that includes the sins that are committed against you. So if Jesus has authority over the sins of the world, then he knows exactly what to do with that. And once again, sometimes I think we kind of stay stuck on, okay, but what about this person? God handles people the way he's supposed to handle people. Or As we end this episode, I want to just once again give you that quick reminder. Three things you need to know. Number one, unforgiveness can affect your physical health. Number two, unforgiveness can affect your relationships. Number three, forgiveness is the best health decision that you could ever make. And as we end out in prayer, I pray that forgiveness is something that you choose to hold value. But what if forgiveness was not so much at a person? What if it was at someone else who you definitely need to forgive, but you realize it's not a relationship? What if the person you need to forgive is you? We'll continue that on the next solo episode. But as we end off in prayer, Father God, we thank you, Lord, for everything that you are doing in this series, God. I pray that as you allow this video to take word for people who are going through a transition of forgiveness, God, that you are just touching their heart, God, and you are giving them peace. Once again, I pray that you remind them that forgiveness is for them and not For anyone else, God, it's for them and it's for their healing and their destiny. And we just give you praise and honor, God. All these wonderful things you are going to do. In Jesus' name, amen. 
All right, guys. Uh, once again, thanks for uh, tuning in for this episode. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Don't forget to like, share, uh, pass this video along, and subscribe to my channel. Uh, we are posting videos every single week, and uh, we are trying to be consistent with this. And once again, don't forget to even take a look at the new um, the new sponsor app that I added. Uh, with all that being said, guys, God bless.